everyone, and welcome to the first virtual live sampler, writing retreat sampler event. I'm so happy to have everyone here. Um, as we wait for maybe a few more people to gather in, you're free to introduce yourself in the chat if you want to let us know where you're from or just, just say hi. You know, we're happy to hear from you. So please, um, please welcome, welcome each other. Ooh. So as I said, I'm Lisa Shaughnessy, the host of the Writing Retreat Sampler event. And I'm so happy that you have joined us today to hear Barbara Boyd, Suzanne Dunlap, and Suzette Mullen to talk about their mainly memoir retreat. So ladies, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time. We're excited to be here. Yep, absolutely. Sorry, I got distracted by the chat. Yeah. Same, same, same <laughs> there. yeah. Well, I'm going to ignore the chat because I can't be distracted. So yeah. I. So now we are going to bring up the slides here. And before we get started, I just want to go over a few housekeeping items and show you where some things are. So it looks like people have found the chat box, which is good. So the chat box is the symbol um, up here and it's opened up again. We'd love to hear from you. And when we do the Q&A session at the end of the presentation, we'll be using the Q&A function, which is right below that. And I'd also like to thank our sponsors. Um, we have a writer within who does book editing, coaching and writing retreats for women. Scribeophile is an online writing class and community, and they also offer uh, beta reading and feedback on your work. And ebook fairs has a unique way for authors and writers to get their books in front of more readers. So we'll talk about more about the sponsors later, but you might want to know we'll be giving away some fun prizes based on the top point getters on the board. So just by entering this event, you got 50 points and you can get more points by joining a session like this one, asking questions when we get to the Q&A part and visiting the sponsor booths. At the end of this session, we'll let you know how to visit the booths to check them out and to increase your points. Attendees with the top points will get a handmade leather journal, which is very cool. It's lined writing. Um, the second most points will get their writer's workbook, a personal planner with tips, checklists, and guidelines. And the person with the third most points will get the writer emergency pack with 26 illustrated idea cards. <laughs> so now are you ready to hear from our speakers? So let's see some thumbs up emojis or anything of your choice. We'd, we'd love to just know that you're here and that you're listening and you're excited and ready to hear the presentation. Excellent, excellent. So people can read on the slides, you know, the information about each of these wonderful women, um, their accomplished authors, writers, book coaches, um, but what we'd really like to know is why you chose memoir as the topic of your retreat. So Barbara, why don't you start us off with that? I will. Thank you, Lisa. It's nice to be here today. Um, 
I actually talked a little bit about this on my on an Instagram post last week. We, the three of us, uh, Suzanne, Suzette, and I, worked together on uh, another project, and we know each other through Author Accelerator. And when we were thinking about putting together a a retreat, memoir is the type of coaching that the three of us have in common. For me, I think truth is stranger than fiction. And so I really like listening and, and working with people who want to get their stories into the world and kind of figure out what it all means. And doing that as a group, I think is an even more enriching experience. Oh, I agree. I, I love that. So Suzanne, what about you? We'd like to hear your thoughts on this as well. Sure. Uh, First of all, I really wanted just to work with these two amazing women. So I was on board with whatever they decided. But um, I I write fiction, but I love memoir. And I especially love helping memoirists find the storytelling to actually, because there's a lot of things in fiction that, that apply to memoir, and especially historical fiction, which I write, because it's all about real things, just like memoir. So I think that's where my desire to coach memoir and to be involved in a memoir-based writing retreat came from. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I agree. Um, and Suzette, what about you? How, how, how did you come to memoir? Yeah, so I would say I'm kind of all memoir all the time. Um, I love to read memoir I write memoir. I have a book coming out um, in February, a memoir, and that is my primary um, area of coaching. I coach um, memoir writers. So I'm kind of memoir all the time. And really what I love about memoir is that I think as writers who write memoir, we're writing first to make meaning of our lives, make meaning of an event, the past or choices. So it's initially an act of self-discovery. And as we get deeper into our story, we start discovering the the deeper story, the true story. And that's where the universal um, connection happens with with readers. And that's my absolute favorite part of both writing and coaching memoir is helping writers get to that deeper story, the truest story that they can tell. And I just love it. Oh, I, that's amazing. As somebody who's attempted memoir, I totally get what you're saying. And it is not easy. So I appreciate anybody who's helping others write their own story. So many in the audience and many writers that I talk to wonder how a writing retreat will actually help them. Because I talk about writing retreats all the time and I always tout them as you have to go to a retreat. It's going to be amazing transformation for you. But Suzette, why don't you share your thoughts on why writers um, should attend a retreat and how it helps them? Yeah, so first and foremost, there is something about just getting away from your daily life. And even if you set time aside in your, in your daily life to write, um, things get in the way, the laundry, the, the dog, the, you know, the meal preparation, just life in general. So there's such value to just get away um, and let have the space and time for those creative juices to flow. And 
I'll give you a, a quick example. I finished my first draft of my of my memoir that's coming out um, next year while I was at a writing retreat um, near the beach. And I just came back a few weeks ago from another week at the beach, a writing retreat where I started my new book and I just didn't have the space um, in my, in my, the emotional space or the literal space to, um, to, to get a lot of traction on those projects and I needed to get away. So that would say first and foremost, get away from those, your daily life for sure. And I like this one. I, I, I think this is super important. So tell us more about um, what meeting with other writers, what that really gets you. Oh, well, I see this. My screen is blank there, but um, um, but I, I, I recall what, what, and I don't know if everybody, oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. So I firmly believe that um, writing a book is, um, is not a solitary endeavor that it does take a village. I mean, if you read the acknowledgements page of my memoir, you will see all of the people that helped me along the way. And the opportunity to build community and to be in community with other writers. Um, and what I would say, particularly, particularly after three years of virtual, um, virtual community to actually be in community with people in person, other writers, I, I know I'm craving it. And I think that um, many other writers are craving that. Yeah, I think that's why we're seeing an increased interest in writing into retreats as well. You know, not just people, you know, wanting to get back back together back in person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we're I'm I'm I have um, Barbara and I have actually met in person um, and we have yet to meet Suzanne in person. So we're really looking forward to that oh. um, in, in, in September and May. And we can't wait. Cannot wait. Oh, that's, that's going to be excellent. That's so funny, isn't it? That we can do so much together virtually and, you know, never, never meet. Um, but I really like this point. Um, and this is actually one that I kind of hammer home when I'm talking about writing retreats is, is getting that one-on-one -on -one guidance. So what can, what more can you elaborate for this on us for this? Yeah, I, I love the way we've designed this retreat um, where we are going to have, and we'll talk a little more about the details later on, we're going to have a combination of um, small group, time alone, and one-on-one -on -one time with coaches. And the way we've set this up is that, that writers are actually going to get to meet with uh, one of us one-on-one um, -on -one over Zoom before we have our retreat. And we're going to really map out how you're going to use your time um, during the retreat most effectively. And then we're going every day, there's going to be time to meet with um, coaches one-on-one, um, -on -one, both kind of more formal um, meetings, but then also just sort of spontaneously because we're there, we're there to serve the writers at the retreat. So um, the idea of kind of having a book coach on call to um, help you um, is it, it's kind of a dream. And I mean, I, I don't say that, be, you know, to be immodest, because I'm also a writer. And the idea of having a book coach on call for my own writing 
sounds is is really really appealing exactly so at the writing retreat i mean over coffee over breakfast you're just walking around you're whatever you know you have something in the moment and your book coach your instructor is right there for you to just run something by so yeah i exactly I love that. Okay, so next, we want to talk about what writers should bring to a retreat, because there's tangibles, there's intangibles. And although everybody's retreat is a little different, I think there's some kind of universal things that that people should think about bringing. Um, So Barbara, what would you tell writers who ask about what they should bring to a retreat? The first thing that comes to mind is the the word on the slide, curiosity. you know, so often when we're writing, we're in our own heads, we are in alone, and we don't necessarily ask ourselves questions. We just sort of sit down and start to write. And I think in the group, both in working with a coach and in communicating with the other writers, there's an opportunity to pause when someone says, you know, what are you writing about? Why did you make that choice? Have you thought about going in this direction? And we we need to let our defenses drop and kind of listen to those questions and come up with some answers. And as Suzette said, a retreat gives you the time to do that. You're not rushing off to do something else. You can sit with those questions and and talk about your answers and really figure right. that out. So I think curiosity is the first thing. Yeah, that I, I love that one. So this is and, probably more like focused on your retreat. So explain what this is, the Blueprint Workbook. What is this? So the Blueprint Workbook, uh, the three of us have been certified um, by Author Accelerator's Book Coach Certification Program. And the Blueprint is the the process that we use. We also have other tools that that we have each developed in our years of experience, but the Blueprint is a tool that was developed by Jenny Nash and is part of the Author Accelerator Training Program. It's a series of 14 questions that cover the book idea, why you're writing your book, what it means to you and that that why question is where we begin because that answer is what keeps you going when your motivation hits a a lull and we also talk about their questions about the audience who you're trying to reach how you're going to reach them and um the also the um the kind of the marketing plan and then we get into a an outline and it covers the gamut (laughs) it covers the gamut and um i have recently coached jenny nash on her upcoming book which is a blueprint specific to memoir and so we will at mainly memoir be using that as part of our um, part of the tools that we have and the thing that is different in, from the other two blueprints, there's a blueprint for fiction and a blueprint for nonfiction. The blueprint for memoir, the outline is called an impact outline. And so that's where we really get into 
the meaning that underlies memoir. Oh. And so this is, you know, an exciting opportunity to work with this new tool. And um, as I said, I, I coached Jenny on this book. I'm really excited about what um, what's coming forth. Yeah, I've used the blueprint um, for fiction before for something I wrote a couple of years ago. And it was super helpful. I was just amazed. It made me think more than I probably wanted to. But um, in the end, I just came out with something just more fluid. So I really enjoyed the the blueprint workbooks. Um, So now kind of moving more into uh, tangibles, uh, what, what would you suggest, I guess, you know, Otherwise, otherwise, I mean, we all have our ways of comfortable walking shoes and a swimsuit. That's for sort of the downtime part of it. I was headed toward the the tech part of it, you know, with the tools, the 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 practical tools for capturing words on the page. Um, Some people like to work with pen and paper. I, I have a client who has written her whole book by hand and then transposes it into a word document and goes from there. Um, you probably would like to bring a laptop um, just to, you know, capture those notes and kind of if you're working on the blueprint to have those files accessible, um, you know, maybe there are some books that you want to spend time reading and kind of, you know, nurturing your 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 creative side with with others words um so the you know the tools that you would use to write um i the caveat i would say there is to leave things that are going to be a distraction at home (laughs) and um whatever that might be and so yes writing devices laptop journal favorite pens all those things we will be in Maine in September, and Suzanne can probably speak more to the conditions because she lives in the, the Lincoln, where in the apartments part of the hotel where we're holding the event. Um, but it's very close to the beach. There's a lovely downtown. There is a swimming pool on the roof. So walking shoes, swimsuit. Um, things to enjoy the area in that downtime because you do want to have you want to be working and thinking but I think it's important to also have some downtime and kind of be inspired by a new place exactly that's one of the reasons to go and Mm -hmm. kind of to bookend the curiosity now we have open mind so that kind of yes you know so what happens at times when you're in community or working with a book coach the idea you thought you were going to write about gets pushed aside by something new that comes up and that's where an open mind I believe is helpful to not be overly rigid in this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm going to accomplish but rather be open to the fact that in that environment, new ideas may come forth and may completely upset the, the apple cart of you know, the direction you thought you were going. Oh, yeah, that's a great point, because I talked to um, the writing retreat sampler I held in February, where I had about 12 
uh, writing retreat hosts, that was probably the main thing I heard over and over that people came to a retreat set in stone about what they were going to do, what they were going to write about, what they were going to finish. And once they got there and they could open their mind, free their mind and really just think that so many times they came out with uh, something different that they were going to work on that that had been really in the back of their mind and they didn't realize they wanted to work on it. But once they were given that space, it just it just came forward. So I think that's that's a great point. Okay, well, now now we're going to get into the retreat. I'm really excited to hear more about the Mainly Memoir Retreat. So, Suzanne, uh, first, tell us about the venue. Oh, um, I'd love to. I have to say that the Lincoln Hotel is brand new. It literally opened, I think, in October of last year. And uh, I we just found out today that it has been called the best new hotel in Maine by Yankee magazine. Wow. And it's, um, it's just beautiful. I can't even, I can't even describe it. It's so <laughs> unexpected because it's, it's just got a, a sort of atmosphere and they, they took a lot of care over the, um, over the, over the decoration. And what's good about it for a retreat for me is that it's just loaded up with places to sit. And, and, you know, like the lobby isn't a big open space. It's, it's like a, curated space with sofas and that sort of thing there's even a little cubby hole they call the li- the library which has you know which you could go in and you're a little bit out of the way and oh, that you know, sounds that's amazing <laughs> it is and the, and the rooms are sort of top-notch luxury rooms so, so and it's always nice I think to have to spoil yourself a little bit when you're doing something like this and so you can you can actually do that here and yeah so. I agree so here you have the dates so now we know when it is um is there a deadline to sign up when when do people need to have registered um we are aiming for june 1st which is very imminent yes that's coming up fast (laughs) you know this the hotel gets booked up fast and we need to make sure we have the rooms that we'll need to accommodate everybody and um and i don't know if this is the moment to say it, but we decided to do something a little special for the people who come to this particular event. Oh. In that if if you go to our website, which is mainlymemoir.com, I think there's a there'll be a link in the chat, and apply today. When you get accepted, if you get accepted, which you maybe will, <laughs> is um, we'll give you a coupon for a $250 discount off the price. Oh, okay. And what is, um, so there's a form that people need to fill out then? Yeah, there's a link just says apply now right on our homepage. And you just you just click that. And the thing about um, this retreat is that you're not paying extra for your rooms, everything's included. Uh, It's plus all the meals, that price covers all the meals, plus the hotel. The only thing it doesn't cover is Friday night dinner, because Biddeford, my little town, which I love, is an amazing place for restaurants. It's just, it's just sort of this incredibly, a small town with just loaded with these incredible rest, restaurants. So we, we wanted to give people an opportunity to go out and experience that a little bit, rather than always having the meals in the hotel, which they have a, a, a really nice restaurant called Bats and River, which um, 
which I mean, it's 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 very good, and I, it's I'm a little spoiled because I live in the building, but not in the hotel, and I can get to that restaurant without leaving the building. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, are spoiled. So I am spoiled, totally spoiled. But uh, yeah, so the food will be good. I guess that's, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Well. That makes me think of, so tell us a little bit more about the retreat. You know, who is it for? Let's, let's go over that first. Like, who's the mainly memoir retreat for? Well, obviously, people who are writing or thinking about writing or trying to uh, revise a memoir. And we're specifically asking women and female identifying writers. So, you know, people who are comfortable in an environment that's centered around the concerns of women. I guess that's that's the way okay. I would put it. And as we say, you can be at any stage. You can have a glimmer of an idea. You've been waiting to try and put it down and you just haven't got it nailed. And that's where doing the blueprint ahead of time and talking to a coach will help you figure out how to use the time at the retreat for that. And um, you could have an outline, in which case, you know, we'd talk about that. Or if you have a whole manuscript or you have even part of a manuscript, instead of doing the blueprint work, before we would read up to 50 pages of what you have oh, and wow. then base our conversation on that so that so that we can then talk about how how you best use the time at the retreat so it's really for any at any stage oh yeah that that sounds great it makes me wish I had already started mine <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I would love that kind of feedback um so every writing retreat you know, is different. And what, what do you feel makes yours unique? Well, I think having three really expert coaches, well-trained, who have slight, all have slightly different uh, areas of expertise and interests so that we can then pair you with one of us as your main coach. But that doesn't mean that's the only coach because once you're at the retreat, we're all there and we can all, we can all interact with all of you. you know? And, um, and also having that one-to-one -one time where we've looked at your work, either a blueprint or your pages and have weighed in on it and talked to you about it. I think that puts writers at a better, in a better stance to really get what they need out of a retreat. Um, and, you know, again, we'll be there and we'll be, accessible all the time as Barbara said and then finally about a month after the retreat you'll have a one-to-one -one call with your coach again so that we can sort of find out how you're doing see if you have any questions encourage you to keep going you know, all that so it's not just you leave and bang it's all over <laughs> so yeah Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. That's such a great point. Because I think, um, and I know we'll get to this a little bit later, but it's important to not just, you know, leave people hanging after after they accomplish that. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to see other people agree with that. I like that. <laughs> um, so I, I, did I skip a slide? Hold on, sorry. No, no. Okay, so just making sure if I didn't. No. Um, okay, so this is one of my favorite parts about the presentations that I go through with the retreat hosts. I'd love to hear what that day, that first day will look like for people who attend your retreat. And I know people out there who aren't used to a retreat, maybe they've never been, they're curious, like, 
what am I actually going to get if I go to a retreat? So this is a great way to just talk about your retreat, but also give people a glimpse into what they can expect. So, so take us through that, that first day at Mainly Memoir. Yeah, I think that was, um, I think I was going to talk about that. Just before I do, Lisa, I think you did skip a slide, the extra yeah. slide. Do you want to do that? Um, oh, did I? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just, it sorry, just on the screen. And I, I just had... want it because I, uh, if, if you can get to it, if oh, you can't. There you know, we go. Fat fingers. Sorry, everyone. Yes, I Definitely want to talk about the extras slide. I'm not so, seeing the extras. I'm it's sorry. It's not coming up. Oh, uh, there we go. Uh, and I think Suzanne. Oh, right, was right. Talk okay, so it yeah. looked like the one before. So I did not notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, apologies, everybody. You know, uh, technology. No no okay. The Port Portland Take Airport, Port Portland Maine Airport is like 20 minutes away by car. So we can get people to and from the airport, no problem. And again, the Lincoln Hotel. And I, what I did forget to mention is that this building is a, was one time a huge textile mill, as, are, as were most of the buildings downtown in Biddeford. It's where the pepperel mills used to be. And the building that the hotel is in and that I live in was built in 1850. And I, you can get a glimpse of, you know, the brick and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's very, very atmospheric. And each room has its has its own fireplace and you know the restaurant and cafe and then also travel and leisure cited Biddeford as a coastal town to visit and my favorite beach in the whole world is six miles away from here and I go there and walk whenever I can it's it's so beautiful and um, not at all crowded also September is a great time to visit Maine because by that time, tourist season is pretty much over. So it's not crowded and it's still beautiful. So yeah, I would say that's one of the reasons we decided to do it then and in this particular place. Oh, I agree. I love New England in the in the fall. Um, so you when you were talking earlier, you said everything is included, um, except for, you know, the Friday dinner. So what can people expect for the cost if for this retreat? All right. The cost is $4,000 for the whole, for everything, except transportation, obviously. And um, with your $250 discount, that would be $3,750. Is that right? <laughs> Doing, I think so. Don't make um, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's really, I think it's a really good value because it's all inclusive. And um, yeah, the other thing is if you're, if you live in New England, it's incredibly easy drive. And also Boston is a very pleasant short train ride from here. And the, and the train station is three quarters of a mile from, from where I sit right now. Oh, nice. So it's really, it's a good convenient place to get to. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Now can we talk about the first day? Yes. Let's talk about the first <laughs> okay, day. Okay, Suzette, take sure. us away. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to kind of talk very briefly about sort of the first 24 hours, because um, the first day, um, you'll arrive on a Thursday afternoon, um, there'll be flexibility and when, when you can arrive. So you'll arrive at the hotel, get settled in, and into your lovely, luxurious room with luxurious um 
bed linens. I can't wait. And then we're going to have a casual welcome get together dinner that first night. So we're going to, we'll, we'll be, we'll be um, in the hotel area and we'll have a, a, a lovely just casual dinner where we're going to get to meet each other and kind of go over the schedule. And um, we're also going to have an opportunity to have um, for people to read um, a short piece of their writing if they'd like to. Um, totally no pressure. Nobody has to do that. But I've found in other retreats that I've attended, it's just a great way to get to know each other through you know, through, through your writing. So that's, that's what the first uh, night's going to look like. And then day one, we're going to have a really lovely rhythm of, um, of, of a mix of one-on-one -on -one time with your coaches, small group time with, with your coach and time for you to write um, solo. And um, our, you know, we'll have breakfast, we'll have lunch and um, we'll also have optional activities in the afternoon um, for those who want to get off off campus. Um, we we're still working on some of those details, but definitely, weather permitting, um, a trip to the beach will definitely be among one of those options. Um, and then Friday night, we'll be we'll be heading into Bitterford for um, to explore the restaurant scene in Bitterford. So that's what our that's what the first afternoon evening and into the next day is going to look like nice. um yeah and it's not going to be frenetic let me just say like we are trying to give options and spaciousness and um it's 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 going to be a really nice relaxed rhythm but there will there will be plenty for those who feel like they need to do things there will be plenty to do and for those who feel like they need more space and more time alone that is absolutely going to be available so it's going to work i think very well for both people who are more introverted and people who are more extroverted excellent excellent okay i know we've been talking about the retreat but now we need to know how to keep that momentum going after the retreat because now that we've had all that space to ourselves we've you know just been able to sleep in or do whatever we want and just have our time to write but then we have to go back home right so we're back home back into the laundry and like you said the dog and the carpool <laughs> and all the things um so barbara take us through some post-retreat tips to help people really kind of stay on top of their writing or to keep that momentum and um support going forward the first thing I would say is what I also tell clients. It's setting time aside on your calendar. And especially coming off a retreat where you've had that time, if you can maintain whatever that habit might have been, maybe you took half an hour, 45 minutes in the morning of the retreat to write. If you can maintain that, that rhythm, um, I think it's helpful. I... I like to say that you're not only working on your project when your fingers are on the keyboard. So you will certainly, especially after the retreat, be thinking a lot, percolating those ideas. And I think it's important to do that, but then get into the habit of sitting down and doing the work, focused work, where you don't, you know, don't answer the phone, 
don't get up and change the laundry from the washer to the dryer, whatever that looks like, fill your cup of whatever beverage you want and sit down and, and stay focused so that all of that thinking and percolating gets in onto the page. Uh, Suzette has made a good point in the chat. Don't check Instagram and Facebook. Um, there, <laughs> and, <me. laughs> uh, exactly. And, you know, I think part of it too is recognizing that, that urge, like when you want to go look at social media, like why, what is, why can't you wait those 45 minutes that you've dedicated to work? And to take that pause and resist. And I think you build that resistance muscle so that your brain starts to know, okay, when I sit down and I do this, it means that I'm going to be working. There, I remember reading somebody had like a, a writing hat and that was sort of the signal <laughs> that, okay, I'm, I'm doing this now. The hat goes on and for the next 45 minutes, I'm going to work. Okay, I'm I might a, have to try that. <laughs> I am a big proponent of um, having a little bit of flexibility. I have a client who's been very successful with saying 45 minutes, five times a week. So life happens. We know that there's there are times when you know all your good intentions get interrupted by you know a flooded basement. And having a little bit of flexibility means, okay, I didn't get my writing time in on Thursday morning, but I still have Saturday and Sunday to do that or whatever that schedule yeah. is. So I like that. Um, not too rigid, but definitely blocked time and building that muscle, building that habit. The other thing I think that's coming up next on our slide is exactly scheduling the the follow-up call with your coach from our, our retreat in particular. I mean, I think scheduling time to write is good as a good practice, whether you come to a retreat or not. Um, but after mainly memoir, you have another call with your coach to work through whatever, you know, maybe some thorny issues have come up in the time between leaving the retreat and working and then, and that call. Um, thinking about, you know, what those next steps are. Um, some people might consider ongoing coaching, which is certainly a, a possibility. Um, and just thinking about what, what you, what questions you have, what issues you want to solve and um, maintaining the, um, the momentum and the, the last thing here is, of course, staying in touch with, you know, new writing friends. Um, just this morning, I worked on a piece about the importance of having a writing community. And that doesn't necessarily mean a critique partner. It's more about knowing there are other people who are doing the same kind of work that you're doing that you can tap into, whether it's a text message or maybe you set up, you know, monthly calls to say, you know, this is what's going on for me. It's more about the, the emotional side of it, the mindset part of it. I'm thinking about this or have you struggled with that? So I yeah, think I like that. Touch. 
Yeah, because it is so solitary, right? We're all doing this on our own. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sure, I could talk to my husband about it or somebody, but they're not going to understand like somebody else who's going through it with you. So no, I really like that. Those are great suggestions. So thank you, ladies, so much. I really appreciate the three of you coming and talking to us about the Mainly Memoir Retreat. You know, Barbara, Suzanne, Suzette, it's just been such a pleasure to talk with you today. Um, so Suzanne, tell us more about where people can find more about the Mainly Memoir Retreat and and where you guys live online. Yes, well, um, it's mainlymemoir.com with that E for Maine. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's a bit of a pun, but we just couldn't resist it. I like it. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're on in- Instagram at Mainly Memoir Retreat, LinkedIn and Facebook at, at Mainly Memoir. And follow us. We we post a lot of stuff. We, we post things about memoirs we're reading and talking about different, um, different mem- memoir-related issues. And if you're not yet ready to apply you can get on our interest list as well, which, which is a good way to stay up to date with anything we're doing. And uh, there's links for that. I, there's a link at the bottom of the homepage for that as well, just to join the interest list. Okay. But uh, as I say, if you are thinking of applying and do it today, you do save $250. Excellent. Excellent. And thank you to everyone. Um, I appreciate you supporting the writing retreat sampler and the mainly memoir retreat. And now we can move into the Q&A part. Um, so, Jordan, how do we move into the Q&A part? <laughs> do I click on Q&A? <laughs> We're all new here. Yes, yes. New platform, which I'm excited to use, but I'm still figuring it out. I... I clicked on Q&A and there is a message from Jordan. Is this the first mainly memoir retreat or have you run retreats before? So um, there we go. The question is on screen. We, this is the first mainly memoir retreat. Um, I, I can speak to my own experience. I have was in a past life, um, a meeting and event planner and a meeting facilitator. I've also taught. And so um, I haven't specifically run a writing retreat, but I have done many events and, and this is sort of brings those different skills together. So that's, um, that's my personal background. Yeah. Suzanne, uh, Suzette, do you want to oh, add yeah. anything? It's the, uh, well, I would just say that, um, we all, all three of us believe in the power of retreats. And so we really, really wanted to do this together. And as, as Barbara says, it's not, the three of us have not done this before, but we all have some experience in uh, running these kinds of things, or at least, or attending them both. And I see a question about, is the memoir blueprint yeah. available now? Yeah, I was going to invite Marion to the stage. Is that okay, Marion? I'm going to click this button and you might be on. okay okay we're oh that's a point uh robin is asking a really good question i'm just going to uh answer that while while you're figuring that out is that how many spots will we have open we're limiting it 
we don't want to have more than 12 writers to work with the three of us because we don't want to spread ourselves too thinly and we also want people to have plenty of time and at the same time we want there to be enough to interact and get some uh what's it called some diversity of of opinions of approaches and that sort of thing and uh we have a few spaces still left so obviously um we wouldn't be <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this today if we had no spaces mm-hmm. left i don't think but um yeah so oh. we welcome you to apply okay i'm i am so sorry Marion. i am trying to bring you on to the stage i but uh oh look she's there she's there know? she's there okay oh am i here i think yeah. so yeah. <laughs> i don't see my my image but um yeah i had a question about uh the book and then also i have a question about similar titles uh going through the blueprint i don't know if that's an appropriate question for this mem- this webinar or not but um just wondering if that would be something that it would be good to read before the retreat you know similar well, titles the, the, the memoir for, uh, ugh, sorry the blueprint for a memoir book is not available yet and it mm-hmm. won't be available until Barbara knows this better than anyone, but mm-hmm. I saw her coughing. So I jumped in, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, on the other hand, it's actually the blueprint for fiction or nonfiction. They both have something that would apply to a memoir writer. So if you're interested in sort of reading up, oh. If you're writing a narrative memoir, I would recommend using the uh, blueprint for fiction, a blueprint for your book, uh, the first one. If you're writing what's called a memoir plus, which is a memoir with some self-help or other kinds of uh, elements integrated into it, like like Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott, that's Mm -hmm. always a good example, uh, then maybe the nonfiction one would be helpful as well. Okay, so, uh, so there are things you can do, but you're, you're going to have to wait until you come to the retreat to get the memoir book. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Mm. Good. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And, and can I hop in a, yeah. to answer? Um, so I, Marion, are you asking, um, is it helpful for you to read other memoirs that are sort of on the same topic as yours? Is that what your question is? Well, I'm reading the blueprint for a book, the fiction one, oh, and mm-hmm. they ask you to do to to define your genre and then uh, similar titles, right? I don't know how that. Yeah, com- mm-hmm. comparable. Yeah, so comparable, comparable titles. titles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's that's um, absolutely part of the work that we all three of us do with our writers is um, helping define. Um, they're it's sometimes called comparable titles or competitive titles and that's part of understanding where your book is going to fit in the marketplace and what are the other books your ideal reader is is um is reading so that would absolutely be part of a conversation and part of the work that we um we we would be doing with um with with the writers in in mainly memoir um it's yeah Go ahead, Suzanne. I was just going to say the thing, and I and Barbara would say this if she was feeling like she could get on. I know <laughs> that that the um, the memoir blueprint 
book is a little has a slightly different angle from the other two in that it's the, the subtitle is how writing a memoir for the marketplace is that it mm. barbara which which emphasizes how you can how your memoir might fit into the world of memoirs out there as opposed to just being about crafting the actual book so uh, and, and jenny has a ton of experience with this so it's going to be really valuable and uh and barbara of course knows it all now <laughs> <laughs> great thank you thank you excellent sure. Anybody else have uh, questions or if you can find the Q&A, pop them in the Q&A there. If you go off to the side, um, there should be, it looks like two bubbles. Um, and you can click on that and write your question in or you can, or you can put it in the, the chat, right? So yeah, we see that. that's what I was saying. Yeah. You can put it in the chat either way. Um, just want to make sure we get everybody covered. Anything else? I know we went through a lot. Okay, well, if there are no more questions or is there anything um, before we go to the next session, is there anything you ladies want to add that we didn't cover or that you thought of while we were, while we were chatting? Well, no? I'll add one more thing about Biddeford since I'm, I love this town so much. The, the Saco River goes right through it and it's a beautiful place to walk and there's a waterfall and rapids and it's just, I love to sit there and, and it's sort of my thinking time is my walk around there and, and that sort of thing is really inspiring when you're, when you're, when you're having those times that, that uh, I remember what, whether Suzette or Barbara said it, that you, where you're just doing the work in your head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Okay, so now we are going to give you a chance to explore the sponsor booths. And um, I mentioned the sponsors at the beginning, but let me tell you a little bit more about why you might want to go to maybe a specific booth. If you're looking for writing classes and feedback from other writers, you'll definitely want to visit the Scribophile booth. They have um, classes and a great community. When I was writing short stories a couple of years ago, I got so much valuable information and feedback um, just from people critiquing my story. You know, was it, was it always, you know, not painful? No, it was a little painful, but it helped me so much. So I love Scribophile, so go check them out. If you're trying to get your book in front of more writers, then definitely visit ebook fairs. They um, have they do book fairs online. So they get people together that have a similar genres and then you can create your own book fair and then share that out. I mean, it's kind of cool. So you'll have to check their, their, um, their booth out as well. And if you are a woman writer looking for editing or book coaching services, then check out a writers within booth. She has some information in there too. So none of the booths are manned this time, but they have, places you can click to get discounts, to check out their information and just to see what they offer. So I'm going to, if I can do this right, I'm gonna end this session and then I'm gonna start the booth session. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs>